And in this corner, nerds! And I'm going to talk about me, myself, and my problems here for a little while. The Rule 34 questions were last week. That's not a puzzle, it's pushing blocks. I will accept confidently sounded episode numbers and issue numbers as actual evidence. But I want to hear about your other shitty character. Of course, invest in a robotic flavor flame. This is the Debate This Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Debate This the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. This is a podcast where four grown men bicker over dumb arguments around our favorite comics and video games, basically like we're a bunch of little children. Uh, today we're going to talk about the Marvel Universe, specifically which Marvel hero deserves to get more of the limelight. Obviously we've seen a lot of movies coming out recently. You've got your Captain Americas, your Thors. We're going to talk about those hat haven't had uh, so much screen time. Uh, my name is Andrew Hambone Henderson, and with me today are Matt Swingaway Cole, Kyle Ponyboy Harper, and Todd the Toolman Thomas. Let's start things off by hearing everyone's opening statements. Um, Kyle, why don't you start? So I will be defending Mr. Fantastic Reed Richards as the most underrated Marvel character. Um, he's a member of the original superhero team for Marvel, beating out the X-Men by three years. Um, leader of the Fantastic Four. He leads one of the most powerful teams in the Marvel canon. Um, he, they're often the first line of defense against interdimensional threats for Marvel, uh, the Marvel Universe. Um, he is the most intelligent character in Marvel lore. Um, and he... He does it all. Um, he is the the science nerd all science nerds should aspire to be. Right. Um, so today I'm going to be talking about Jubilee. Um, my girl Jubilee, who mostly is mostly famous from the 90s X-Men cartoons. Um, Jubilee gets a bad rap because uh, she's basically the Marvel's version of the D&D spell Prestidigitation. Um, but I'd like to talk about how she's, uh, she's much more than that. Uh, I am going to be fighting for the best Marvel character, Ghost Rider, um, who is one of the most underrated badasses in Marvel's history. Um, he has been one of the strongest and most complex characters since 1967, and the last 10 years of blunders, both with and without Nicolas Cage, have tarnished his reputation uh, beyond repair so we're gonna fight to bring that back to its former glory uh i'm going to be battling for everyone's favorite cybernetic horse human hybrid uh beta ray bill uh often found cast in the long shadow of thor um he's got the same abilities same characteristics but aside from again being a horrible abomination abomination and spitting in the face of god himself um, he's been overly underrated for 30 plus years. All right. Well, Todd came with a made up character. So let's, <laughs> to, let's, uh, let's hear from Kyle. Kyle, what evidence do you have to support, uh, Mr. Fantastic? So I want to start with, um, who we admire in the Marvel universe. Um, right now it's Tony Stark, um, and Beta Ray Bill. Oh God, I forget. <laughs> um, it's Tony Stark and uh, Bruce Banner, two uh, two of the smartest men, two of the greatest characters in Marvel's lore. Um, 
Mr. Fantastic is smarter than both of them, and he runs circles around both of them. Um, Reed Richards um, is so smart, he's created an interdimensional area for all the Reed Richards of the multiverse to gather. And all they do is meet up and solve every universe's problems, because one world's problems was too small for them. And yes, that means... The Council of Ricks from Rick and Morty is based on. <laughs> I was just gonna say I, <laughs> that's awesome. Based on this, um, I feel like they, this is a missed opportunity with the Marvel Universe to make some sort of like fucking awesome buddy cop action flick with like just a like eight Reed Richards together solving mysteries. Well, and and I want to my my other argument in defense in my opening statement is Reed Richards is one of the few people who has wielded the Infinity Gauntlet and live to tell the tale. Um, and actually, when the Council of, Re- of Reeds gets together, they, re- they wield multiple Infinity Gauntlets from multiple universes. That's how badass Reed Richards is. Um, the, the very poor movies representing them and have failed them. So, Kyle, I... Cool. Um, I, can't help but, <laughs> I can't help but get stuck on the fact... Let's. Let, I'm gonna put a pin in the uh, the interdimensional uh, play here. I can't help but get stuck on the fact that Reed Richards' power is basically be Rubber Man. Yeah. So he's in. He's indestructible, and and a shapeshifter, which are two pretty awesome powers. Except that he can melt. Wait. I wanna. I I too wanna shit on Reed Richards at some point, but I want to hear about your other shitty characters before I choose which one to tell you that you're wrong about. All right. Well, um, I can I can talk a little bit about uh, Jubilee. So uh, Jubilee. Um, so I I first started X Men by uh, by watching the '90s cartoons, like most of people in our generation. And uh, the first character introduced is not Wolverine. It's not Storm. It's not Cyclops. It's, Ju- it's Jubilee. And it might seem like kind of a weird uh, left turn there, but um, that was who I kind of as a kid associated with the entire franchise with like it was jubilee and storm um like that that was x-men to me right so that was just like a you know kind of an integral part in gambit and um so to not see her ever basically ever again was actually really surprising to me as you know the movie started coming out and as i was looking through it it looks like she was planned in almost every movie but it got cut for whatever reason and and i know why because i think people typically think that her power is super boring she she blows fireworks but imagine having that on your face <laughs> i mean it's like i mean yeah her her hands are basically roman candles but have you ever, have you ever stuck a roman candle in your mouth <laughs> that, would blow, that would blow your is head that a real question because the answer is no i think yeah all your childhood fantasies about jubilee are showing andrew <laughs> <laughs> the rule 34 question for last week yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um we will get we will get back to the sonic fandom in, in in a brief minute um no aside from a those those pink shades are fucking dope um a lot of people don't realize that the only power that people yeah the only power people remember is the fireworks and all that but um they the marvel as they started writing jubilee more and more it it wasn't just fireworks. It was just straight up explosions. She's got explodey hands. That's so cool. Um, she's a uh, she's a award winning gymnast. 
so she can flip around and um, do all kinds of cool spinny tricks while blowing up shit with her hands in the midair. That's awesome. Imagine a, like a Spider-Man-esque open world game where you're action game where you're just flipping around, blowing shit up with your hands. That would be rad as hell. And I can see Todd thinking about it right now. The gears are turning. No, there is no. There was there was a game called Infamous. I was just gonna say it. You just described Infamous. <laughs> that that game happened, or or Prototype. That's the other one. Yeah, somebody. Well, that, I think that was Electric, but we'll 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 go past that. Um, here's the here's the real deal, though, gentlemen. Uh, Jubilee's a vampire. She's a motherfucking vampire. Which is some um, shit. It's so it's your, some your real case, shit. Your case as to why she's. The, should be the best character is because she's a sparkly vampire. Yeah. Just, I just wanted to <laughs> you put know that what? <laughs> you know what? Yes, I'm going to lean into it. She's a sparkly vampire. The, the right. X-Men universe's only sparkly vampire. And she fucking rules. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step in. I'm going to talk about me, myself, and my problems here for a little while. Um, my <laughs> sure. first problem being that to be an underrated Marvel character, you have to deserve higher praise than you're getting. Which, unfortunately, for Mr. Fantastic and the forgotten, uh, you know, teenage wet dream of the 90s, uh, there's not much more praise there. Unlike Ghost Rider, overshadowed by, uh, as Kyle refers to, our god king, Nicolas Cage, <laughs> the only significantly <laughs> cooler than just Nicolas Cage. Now, see, the original Ghost Rider appeared way back in 1967. We've been at this for over 50 years now. He has been canonically portrayed by 12 people, but the spirit of the Ghost Rider, the spirit of vengeance himself, has been around since the dawn of time. And no matter what version of the spirit you look at, they all kick ass, they rival the strength of Thor, they have pulled demons through dimensions, and the invincibility of Hulk as the spirit of vengeance can never die. And if the host body has a strong enough agreement with the spirit, the host body will be spared from death as well. Uh, he has not been done justice in the last 10 years. He has some of the coolest powers. Uh, the Penance Stare is one of the strongest attacks in the Marvel canon. And unlike Nicolas Cage, it's much more impressive than just looking into my eyes and watching them turn into blackened marbles. Significantly cooler than that. The movies just didn't do it justice. And if none of that is good enough for you, uh, as Reno Jones in the 2000 spinoff uh, series Blazing Glory, the Ghost Rider fought the actual KKK. The actual KKK in the real world, meaning that he has stronger morals than like half of the country. So that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> he's, he's quite the SJW. Um, I dig it. One, one thing that I was thinking of as you were uh, making your, your very silly points. Um, so I made a little list in my head. Um, People's reputations who Nick Tank, Nick Cage has destroyed. One, Ghost Rider. Two, Ben Franklin. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that Ben Franklin is just as cool as the Ghost Rider. And uh, Ghost Rider, I believe, has slept with about as many women as Ben Franklin. So, or That's Nick gross. Cage. <laughs> <laughs> See, and you make it sound like his like Nick Cage's eyes turning into black marbles was specific just in Ghost Rider. That happened in all the National Treasure movies. Like that was <laughs> that was when he was doing his Jimmy Neutron brain blast moment. He would just his eyes roll back into his That's head. That's it. That's actually a deleted scene where he uh, he takes the Constitution down to hell. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, so it's it's cute that you talk about characters that are that are underrated, um, even though you know they've they've all been in some sort of movie or were supposed to be in a movie. I've got my boy Beta Ray Bill here. Beta Ray Bill, who apparently Andrew doesn't know, but that's okay. Um, I, I can't he, literally, he literally doesn't exists. exist. He's, he sounds he's like a hot sauce. Three, three plus decades. Um, not not to be confused with Alpha Bill, who was the original incarnation. Um, Beta Ray Bill came about because he was defending his world, um, the, his, his people, the Corviknights. Um, truly, he, he came to be because he fought with Thor and beat him twice. Um, he took Thor's hammer and was able to wield it, and Odin's like, oh shit, you know what's up, that's awesome. But if you're really that good, you and Thor have to fight one-on-one -on -one again, and he beat him again, and then he saved his life. And he's like, well, I can't give you Thor's hammer because that's his only plot device that makes him relevant. So I'll give you your own hammer that's just as good as Mjolnir. And then I'll never really use you for any main plot points except for small little things. Um, he fought off Galactus. Um, he ultimately, you know, didn't win because you can't kill Galactus, but he cracked his armor in the process of saving his people. Um, but, you know, throughout all this, he's not able to break out of Thor's, uh, out of Thor's shadow. Um, simply because he's got a ridiculous and hideous horse face uh, instead of the beautiful golden locks that led to Chris Hemsworth being worth a bajillion dollars. And, two, talking about the morality of, of um, Mr. Fantastic and using his, his gauntlet, uh, the, the thing is, Beta Ray Bill was truly even brought to be to show how pure and morally just he is because only someone who is morally just and righteous can wield Mjolnir. And that's when they're like, oh, we're going to introduce this guy. Like, he is so worthy. He's so worthy, he gets his own extra hammer. He's and so after worthy, all he has that, two first names. Beta Ray Bill. Uh, and after, after all of this, all of this, like, pomp and circumstance, he's left with no movie. He, he, was, in a, he was in an animated movie um, once, and he's been reduced down to Easter eggs in Marvel Cinematic movies. He was on the tower, uh, you know, of the... Um, of, uh, shit. Um, the, the guy, um... Can, can I... Of the Jeff Goldblum's Tower. He was on Jeff Tower. Have you ever considered, tower. Todd, maybe the reason why he's not been in a movie because his name is fucking Ray? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know? hey, here's, here's my, here's my army of awesome, uh, Asgardian superheroes. We've got Thor, we've got Loki, oh, and there's Ray over there uh, listen, at the listen, diner. Romano, Romano ran a syndicated pie. TV show for a decade. Don't tell me Ray holds anyone back. Yeah, sure. I'm not saying that it's a bad name. It's just, it's just awfully common. Says, I mean, says they, the person who's going with Jubilee. Let's, can we go back to the sparkly vampire thing? I'm not sure. done with that. Sure. Let, let's open that can of worms because I'm gonna, fuck it, I'm gonna lean into it. It's it, I I was cool with the vampire piece, and then like the the dots were connected, and it suddenly wasn't quite as cool anymore. See the vampire the vampire thing to me screams, this character is irrelevant for a reason. Maybe let's let's <laughs> shoehorn something yeah, in let's, to make let's, her interesting. Let's call her let's call her Stacy and uh, give her a job at the local Cinnabon. Um, no, listen, Beta Ray, um, Jubilee. <laughs> So what happened was, you must know, the canon, because uh, Marvel is really into uh, exploring, exploding their universe and start again, uh, Jubilee lost all her powers in the House of M arc, which I have not read, but I'm reading about in this uh, one Wikipedia article that you're using. Yeah, it's a it's a uh, list of 12 things about Jubilee in ScreenRant.com. So 
I told you I did a lot of work before this. Um, so she lost all her powers and then she became a vampire um, when she was fighting vampire terrorists. That's right. She was protecting. <laughs> so you know what? Ghost Rider might have been fighting the KKK, but Jubilee fights terrorists. Vampire fucking terrorists. Vampire That's horrifying. Terrorists. Vampire terrorists. I'm pretty sure the only thing that you need to do to get rid of a vampire terrorist is turn the lights on. And then I think that they all sparkle and go away because I'm pretty sure that's vampire <laughs> canon. I think we're. I think these are these are vampire terrorists running in angel rules, not uh, blade. No, rules. I want I want to go on the record there. Matt was right. That's vampire canon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> My I got a I got a concentration in vampire canon and bird law. So. I'm <laughs> Well, no, you know what, and that's that's fine. I don't want to. I don't want to just pick on the sparkly vampire thing because we haven't spent any time shitting on Nick Cage, and that's I think what we really need to be that's doing what, right now. That's what this boils down to. You thought it was going to be a podcast about talking about the weakness of these characters and how they deserve. Oh no, this is actually just our opportunity to talk about Nick Cage and the irreparable damage he's done to Ghost Rider. Yeah, I mean, we've got three characters here. Well, we've got two characters here that should have Shut been up. in movies. <laughs> <laughs> we've got we've got uh one character here who should have been in a better movie and then we've got Ghost Rider who's had two Nick Cages. See, I my argument is Nick Cage can't even make Ghost Rider relevant. The the ineffable Nick Cage can't even help your character. Yeah, I mean if you You're told screwed. me if you told me today that I have a script where Nick Cage has a flaming skull and rides a motorcycle, I'd be like, I'm fucking in. All right, Wait, so me, here's the Give me deal. a ticket. <laughs> no, let's hear it. All right, so here's the thing. First Ghost Rider movie, 2007, Ghost Rider. You know what? Pretty fucking good. That's a solid movie. Not bad. Movie. I'll give you that. Not yep. bad. So, solid movie. Um, And then 2011 happened. We got Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, and uh, everything went to shit. And I tell you what, that was not Nick Cage's fault. That was a director issue. There is no one that can look at that movie and say... Wow, this storyline is good. Or this acting is worse than the storyline. Because it isn't. The acting is above the storyline. And I can tell you right now that if Nick Cage's acting is better than the directing of a movie, it is not Nick Cage's fault that he ruined a character. That movie ruined Ghost Rider in 2011. People wrote it off in 2007. They said, ah, Nick Cage is starring in a movie. His head's on fire. I don't know if I want to see that. But a lot of people went, and all of us who went thought, hey, you know what? That's pretty good. And then 2011 happened, we all got really excited, and then we all went home and cried and decided not to talk about it anymore. And that is why Ghost Rider is an underrated character. Because it took his reputation from here, knocked it all the way the fuck down here, and now nobody thinks of him anymore. And anytime I tell someone, hey, my favorite superhero is Ghost Rider, they're like, uh, Nick Cage. He is more than Nick Cage, goddammit. More than Nick Cage. Which which one of the movies was the one that had the really cool cutscene where it was like Ghost Rider on his bike and like his mentor on the flaming horse and it was that a was cool the cutaway. First one. The first one. Yeah, that was that's, the first one. That's the coolest moment from any of them ever, and everything outside of that moment is irrelevant because it's like his a mentor side... is Sam Elliott too, which is nice, just amazing. Oh, bitches! Great. Speaking of Sam Elliott, that shit is canon. Sam Elliott played Carter Slade in the original Ghost Rider movie. Carter Slade was the original Ghost Rider in 1967. He was the first name of the canonical character. And when Carter Slade died, that storyline went on to be the Phantom Rider. And Johnny Blaze was adopted as the new Ghost Rider. And the ghost of Carter Slade came back 
to introduce Johnny Blaze to the Ghost Rider spirit. So that scene, that double ride down the desert with a guy on a horse and a guy on a bike is canon. And that's cool as fuck. Let me ask a question. Why did the Marvel writers see it was a good idea to have two fire-themed superheroes, both with the name Johnny Storm and Johnny Blaze? That's remarkably uninspired. Because Reed Richards gives his... his no way, that's not his son. His son was the other guy. I thought that I was going to say that. That's that was that's the brother. brother it's the brother. Yeah, um, they're whatever her name is. Mrs. Fantastic has a shitty brother. That's why. I think I think Marvel has too many fire dudes. Like, there's a lot of fire guys. <laughs> whatever you say, Sparky Hands. Yeah. <laughs> name one other superhero that can explode shit with their hands. Uh, Gambit. Next one. Yeah. He has no. Gambit, he Gambit does it better. Cards. That's yeah, different. No, he can. He charges items, not cards. Yeah, Scarlet that's markedly Witch. different. How about Scarlet yeah. Witch? Okay, well, fair, fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe that, maybe the Marvel. Sorry, I'm shifting my chair here. Um, maybe the writers of the Avengers felt like, you know what? These are two just awesome superheroes. Let's combine them into one superhero. We'll just call them Scarlet Witch, but it'll actually be based on Scarlet Witch and Jubilee. I'm pretty sure that's where they went. So are you saying the coolest part of your character is that they've been completely forgotten and turned <laughs> into something better? Because that doesn't make you underrated. That just makes it bad. <laughs> but my argument for why they're the coolest, they're not the coolest character. My argument is that they're still relevant. And I think she is relevant because she was a symbol of the 90s. She had that cool you know, yellow punk jacket, and she had her, her sick 90s rad attitude, and she was the poster boy yeah, for we're that. Just, we're just really pulling the best of the 90s there with uh, with Jubilee. Let's let's bring that back. Nostalgia is a big thing in the, these days, my friend. I want to I wanna argue, two of you are arguing for characters that have been given many chances. Yeah. My character Wait. has been, his, his own comic series has been, ended because he is so underappreciated what are you talking about he said two movies and they both they said three movies three movies you've had more movies than the rest of us asshole i concur and the one the one had the the one had the kid from uh the the drum movie miles teller and two of them (laughs) miles teller you and miles teller couldn't even make that a good role well to be fair that movie wasn't supposed to be a fantastic four movie but like holy shit did that that gave fantastic four the nick cage treatment yes it did i watched that on a plane and i turned it off i forced myself (laughs) to go to sleep because i couldn't turn off my screen and i couldn't watch that movie it was so bad there's been one good Fantastic Four movie, and it's called The Incredibles. Oh, is it the one from the 60s? <laughs> whoa, 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 wait. Let's go back. That's... You've had four movies. Let's let's not forget the Fantastic Four movie from, what was that, from the 80s? Oh, there you know, was one way back then. Or no, the ni- it was we don't count the 80s. Why? That <laughs> was the best amazing time. <laughs> You've had four live-action movies to get it right, and it's never, it's never been done right. If Matt gets to argue that his movies mean his character is still redeemable, you can't use my movies against me either. I'm I'm just saying my my character is so underappreciated. Marvel ended his series. I think it's he's so he's so irrelevant. Stretchy smart man didn't get his time in the center stage because they're like, well, what's his special power? Well, he's stretchy. Okay, well, what's his what's his redeeming quality? Well, he's really really smart. All right, so why don't we just get Kelsey Grammer in here as the Beast because that's gonna fulfill the second half and it's way cooler on screen. 
I, I like to think that the person doing the comic just fell asleep halfway through inking the last book, and that's why it ended, because they're so bored. I would like to say that my favorite part of the Fantastic Four movies is when Reed Richard gets one arm stuck in one door and another arm stuck <laughs> in another door, and <laughs> all the brains in the world still render him completely useless stuck between two Wait, things. Are, are you sure that's not from The Incredibles as well? I'm pretty sure it's in both, actually. <laughs> my, I was going to say, while we're shitting on the Fantastic Four movie, can we? Uh, this is a totally different conversation, but... The, the, they did Doctor Doom dirty by having the surgeon from Nip Tuck play him. Like, that oh, was yeah. unfortunate. That was, that was that bad. Was, that was pretty rough. So, I, you're, you're saying a lot of things about movies. My character, Beta Ray Bill, has had one motion, uh, I guess, appearance in, in, a, in a cinematic, I guess, effort. He was in a, a cartoon version of Planet Hulk, and it was badass. He was awesome. He crushed it. He went toe-to-toe with Hulk for a while. And, like, so he walked out of this whole cinematic debacle unscathed. So I'll take that as as net gain for Beta Ray Bill, protector and defender of the Corbinites. Why is he called Beta? Because there was Alpha Bill. It was the uh, the first the first cybernetic uh, Corbinite created to defend their race, and he was, like, evil and bad. So and, he's not like, even the best fake Thor? No, they the made second the second one better. Thor? So in, what you're saying is we need a movie with three Thors to pull rank on Beta Ray Bill, on, on Ray, on William Raymond Bill. <laughs> <laughs> they, I'm just saying that he, he comes with, with none of the flaws of the first one and none of the weird, like, dad and family issues of Thor. He is like, he is like Thor 1, like all of the full taste of Thor without any of the added baggage. You're saying he's... He's all of the good things about Thor with none of the things that make Thor interesting. Dude, my guy's defender of an entire race. He fought off Galactus by himself. That is interesting, like, in itself right there. He sounds like preppy rich kid Thor for children without an idea of social problems. That sounds like Beta Ray Bill to me. I will say they didn't go deep in on the family things to try and make that complicated, but aren't you tired of that? Isn't aren't shitty family dynamics part of what unhinged the Fantastic Four movies? No, because characters without backstory is how you end up with the Suicide Squad, and that shit was a goddamn disaster. <laughs> don't don't you hook that cart to my horse, my to my horse to my horse phased <laughs> to cyborg. your cyber to your cyborg horse. He looks like fucking Baraka from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I mean, listen, he's so gross looking. He's he's doing what he's doing. It's what, fine. What is this? He's like a he's lizard. awesome. He's like a lizard man. He's a he's a he's a cyborg half horse human thing. <laughs> what? He's he a half like horse, he can... half cyborg, a hundred percent awesome. He sounds like he comes from a, a Harlequin romance novel. <laughs> he's half man, half bear, and half pig. I'm super serial <laughs> about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? This is crazy. I'll tell you what he's not, is he's not a sparkly vampire, like, stuck perpetually in the 90s, trying to be relevant. Yeah, but at least he doesn't look like a, oh, God, he's a horrifying monstrosity. Okay, well, now you're just being mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bill's not here to defend himself like that, so let's, let's yeah, yeah. play nice. Sorry, sorry, William Raymond, Bill, I... I... 
Yeah, maybe be, maybe it's because he's a monster that he hasn't been in anything, Todd. Have okay. you considered okay. that? Okay, well, I was just going to compliment some nice things about Reed Richards, but never mind. I forgot them, no, and they're can, gone, and they don't exist. Them. I don't think I need them. The only, if, the only good thing about Reed Richards is that he's not Nick Cage or a sparkly vampire. Or a hideous monstrosity. Okay, well, no, he could be. <laughs> like I said, Nick Cage. <laughs> so... Can we just can we take a brief sidebar to remember that there was a time when the heroes of Marvel movies included that Fantastic Four and Tobey Maguire Spider Man like that was the best that Marvel had to offer. Listen, the the early two thousands were a scary time for everyone. It was a different time. How about I'll do you one better? I mean, until that point, we didn't even have Christian Bale Batman. We had uh, <laughs> we had, uh, Clooney was the most and, recent Batman. Yeah, we had Clooney. We had Clooney and Kilmer Batman. I'll have you know, Val Kilmer is my favorite Batman. Thank you very much. Oh, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Actually, no, I like Michael Keaton. Val Kilmer, yeah, and Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton Batman. Yeah. But Michael Keaton just is my favorite actor of all time. Yeah. So, so I would like to point out race. that talking about Kyle's character has led us to talking about DC which should show you just how lame <laughs> Kyle's character really is. Yeah. <laughs> like wow. I, I mean, I I do get it. I get that I get that Reed Richards is super smart and I get that like he's, you know, relevant in that capacity, but again, like his superpower is to be stretchy. And even then, I'm positive if we dig that if we dig back deep enough it's gonna be oh i'm not stretchy enough or i guarantee to you at some point in time he probably got himself tied into a knot and that was an issue like <laughs> the smartest man on earth again like fo- foiled again like and so i i get that like i wouldn't say that he's that he's underrated i just think that there was no need to rate him they're like no we we got this like he's calling to say hey do you need a a, a smart guy in this next plot and they're like nah no, we, we got it. We'll, we'll call you Reed Richards. The Fantastic Four were the, like, Marvel characters in the 70s and 80s. It's and just... Before better characters. Yeah, I get it. They just didn't transfer... They didn't tr- They didn't translate well into the, the edgy 90s, um, which which An- Henderson should know all about yeah, the edgy maybe, 90s. Yeah, maybe he should have donned himself a couple pink shades or a sweet accent. It would have been... I don't think anyone should Reed. have donned pink shades and a... And a short a cutoff jean jacket i think we can all uh it's jean shorts my dude (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know as much as it really pains me to agree with todd i think that where we're at here is we've got uh kyle's rubber band andrew's schoolgirl crush and then todd and i's characters who are actually underrated but see here's here's my thing here don't try to team up don't try no no i think you're right i'm not saying i'm not trying to team up because i'm about to shit on todd too no, no, wait, stop. No, horseshit <laughs> is a great word for uh, Todd's this half is, horse, half this man is, thing. If, if, going back to our Smash Brothers melee, this is you as Kirby just sucking people up and spitting them out <laughs> on, the, yeah. on the end of the You know map. what? And Kirby wins tournaments, bitches. Kirby wins oh, tournaments. God, you're the worst. No, but see, here's the thing. <laughs> While Todd and I might have picked the only underrated characters, there is hope for Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill has gotten an Easter egg in Thor Ragnarok. Not only that... He was written into the script of Thor Ragnarok and was cut out in the director's cut because he didn't have enough screen time. Was it a picture of one of the street sharks from the 90s cartoon? (laughs) (laughs) Because he looks like a street shark. What I'm trying to say here is that Beta Ray Bill is probably going to get into the MCU here by phase three. We're probably going to see something from him. 
And you know what? They tried to put Ghost Rider in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And Robbie Reyes was pretty cool. And they cut him out of the whole middle of the season. So he's still being shit on by not being given his full due. Being cut out of everything after episode 4. And until the last episode of the season. And that is a goddamn problem. I mean, may- maybe if he didn't cost half a million dollars every time he showed up on screen. Um, <laughs> they they could have kept him in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But your character's only cool when when he's powering up and that that just costs way too much money. Well, so no, let's talk about that. So we were we were offline, you know, we were talking about like where where people put their budgets. They valued Ghost Rider so much, the Agents of Shield was blowing their load of their what's their really cool cinematic thing we can do this episode for his transformations. Like they valued what was going on in the character enough to say, you know what? Like we're gonna try our hardest. And so to use the analogy that was used on on Matt for sucking people up as Kirby and spitting them out, I'm about to Donkey Kong grab and throw you off the edge because there's no saving Ghost Rider. There's no saving the literal one-trick pony that is flaming fire demon and means of transportation relevant to their character backstory or time. Like, it just doesn't happen. Based on what you're saying, the coolest thing about him is that he transforms into a skull. Like, okay, that that is cool, but... We're not like that has nothing to do with his character, his power, like anything about him. It's just like, yeah, he's a cool skull man. Anyway, whereas you've got you've got you've got that where Beta Ray Bill, his face is practically already a horse skull. So I don't even <laughs> need that. Exactly. Like, he's he's <laughs> yeah. already winning as far as he, I'm concerned. He is a walking horseman of the apocalypse. Todd, you're, you're hitching your post to this, though. But Beta Ray Bill is he's everything you've told us. He's just a less pleasant to look at version of Thor. Like it, it going into a fight, we can have the ugly horse cyborg or the the agreeable might be able to talk to somebody for going by what you said. They both do roughly the same thing. Let's go with the one that looks like a normal human being. In the, in the timeline, I mean, we've, we've had Thor become Thor the Unworthy. Like, he's not even, like, true Thor at a certain point in time. He loses Mjolnir. I mean, that just happens. So, I mean, I've got... I'll go on, on the less aesthetically pleasing Beta Ray Bill with his powers, being worthy, trying to protect his people, um, working with the Asgards, and just not getting the limelight that, like, you know, Golden Locks Chris Hemsworth gets. Um, I get it. Like... Yeah, I, I'm I'm on board with Matt. I think he's gonna show up in the MCU at a certain point in time. And if this is a first past the post situation, he's gonna be the one there. And maybe Reed Richards gets in just because of New Deal struck. But I don't even know about that one. I don't know if you can save that garbage fire. I'll tell you, Jubilee, distant fourth. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> listen, <laughs> I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still maybe maybe she wouldn't be the best MCU character, but I'm still feeling that third person action game where you walk you run around as a uh you run around from mall to mall as jubilee blowing heads on off their uh, axes I'm, is this, I'm pretty is this mall madness or like a, a good four player like over the top co-op yeah this sounds like left for dead with marvel i'm thinking like a dead rising like kind of clone where <laughs> <There it laughs> instead is. of zombies it's just uh innocuous christmas shoppers and you just go and 
Crap! <laughs> See, this this sounds like a game I'd be disappointed to have spent sixty dollars on. So. In this, in the, a, the DLC lets you use the vampire powers because they know the original. I was going to say so act, poorly. Two, act two is act two is when you fight the uh, the the canonical vampire terrorists. Act three is where you play as Gambit and they apologize to you. Yeah, <laughs> and then you realize that this was the uh, this was the character the whole time. It's like the it's like the John. Uh, James Marsden switch in uh, Red Dead Redemption. Wow, um, spoiler alert. Yeah, well, it's been out for 10 years. <laughs> um, <laughs> came out a decade ago. All right, guys. Uh, we have any uh, any closing thoughts? Any last, uh, last minute punches you want to get in before we uh, tie this up? I've said my piece. Let's take it home. I, I, I just want to say Mr. Fantastic lives up to his name. Um, his only crime is he did not transition well into the 90s. Um, and I think especially with all the uh, the praise we give people like Elon Musk in the world today, uh, Mr. Fantastic definitely deserves a spot at the top of the Marvel uh, canon. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give one more shout out to my girl. Um, listen, you know, I, she's not going to be leading any, any X-Men movies anytime soon, but I still think she's a great, uh, a great inclusion to the group. I, I think that she's got way more to offer than most of the mutants they featured in those movies. I'm thinking about Angel. Um, I'm thinking about whoever that weird kind of like uh, sea urchin guy was who just like hugged people to death in The Last Stand. I really didn't like The Last Stand. Um, I, I she, you know, She's always going to be one of my personal favorites because of the cartoon. And I, I think those pink shades are, are tight. So what are you going to do? I'll uh, I'll give one more for my spirit of vengeance, um, powered by Hellfire, who was unseated by one unforgivably bad movie in 2011 that has destroyed his reputation again. Not necessarily at fault of Nick Cage, um, but at fault very much by the movies. He is an incredible character in all of his incarnations, and while Agents of Shield may have blown a lot of budget on making his head light up. He is way cooler than a flaming skull on a flaming motorcycle. Um, he's just a badass superhero. So I'm going to make sure to tell it, take it home. Beta Ray Bill is hands down the most undervalued character uh, of the Marvel Universe. Uh, he's handed Thor's ass multiple times. He threw Hulk around a bit. He held off Galactus. He helped stop Ragnarok which I might add is a clone that read I'm a bad father Richards and Tony my issues with alcoholism are too real Stark and Hank king of tragic plot points Pym created by the way and even led the Asgardians with Sif while Thor was moping around with his dad dying because he's got issues um, because he's a whiny baby prince uh, to have these notches under your belt and then be reduced to an Easter egg teases in the Marvel Cinematic Uni Universe is a crime. And I think that that is truly the ultimate underrepresentation. Having said all those really nice things about Beta Ray Bill, uh, much like last week, I think it'd be a great idea to say something nice about other people. Um, I will say, I think that Mr. Fantastic, it's truly a crime what they have done to him. Um, that he is probably one of the most iconic marvel characters of all time and it's a shame that he's been just destroyed via shitty movies and uh contract disagreements um for ghost rider obviously i think that's a huge iconic character and i think that he is 
made to be like a Netflix series that would be amazing. And for Jubilee, there's no redeeming her. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, no, I actually really, I really, really liked Jubilee in the X-Men TV show that I grew up on. Um, I thought that she was a really, really fun character. And like, it's a shame that she just kind of got like washed, uh, uh, you know, away amongst a sea of other X-Men characters that just happened to be more interesting or obscure. Thanks, Todd. Um, so I looked, I will say Mr. Fantastic is pretty dope in Marvel Ultimate Alliance. He's actually really fun to play. Because um, he does that weird thing where he like slams down on the ground and it's a good it's a good uh, crowd control move. Uh, Ghost Rider, I just don't know a lot about Ghost Rider. He seems cool. Um, I've never seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but it seems pretty neat. I really, uh, I really like National Treasure, so... Um, <laughs> Beta, Be- Beta Ray Bill is equally horrifying and awesome looking because i'm, I'm kind of the more that i look at this picture i'm kind of into it like i like the idea of like thor had sex with a street shark and then it became this guy um i kind of feel like that would be like a sweet like straight to dvd release so so yeah um so i i'll be the first to say that i think um that dazzler is is that her name no jubilee dazzler is a completely different x-man wow. <laughs> which is how we start off compliments about jubilee yeah. um, jubilee like many of the x-men is um is very very she's very limited by by her gimmick uh, a lot of the x-men had gimmicks and jubilee has been held back for years by hers because her gimmick is that she's the early 90s one um Ghost Rider is one of my favorite Marvel characters as well, and it's a real shame that he has not had a um, faithful, a good faithful um, major screen adaptation. But what they did with him in Agents of Shield gives me a lot of hope for where he's at. Um, and I'm I'm not convinced Beta Ray Bill is a real character. Sorry, Todd. I think I'm pretty sure he just came from DeviantArt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it Todd's Todd's trying to get us to look at his DeviantArt. <laughs> Listen, guys, I'm gonna put together a coffee table book, and it's gonna be really good. <laughs> I would I would read that. Todd's sharing his bad fan fiction with us yeah. and trying to pass it off as this amazing character. Todd, Todd the Hedgehog, a 2017 collective. I guess that makes it my turn to be nice. Um, I was very, very close to picking Beta Ray Bill for this debate. So uh, shout out to you, Todd, for taking my sloppy seconds. Um, I do think he's a badass character. I would absolutely love to see him uh, in the MCU. I would especially love to see him kick Thor's ass uh, because Beta Ray Bill is a, a wild powerhouse of a superhero. Uh, Henderson, I was too young to really be into the 90s X-Men cartoons. Sorry to date all you guys, but um, I do love the offshoot X-Men, um, and I would love to see more of them. And I, from what I know about Jubilee, uh, is a cool character, and with Marvel's runaway on Hulu finally deciding to feature Squirrel Girl, maybe that's where Jubilee will find her home, because I think that she does fit in with the new wave of young Marvel superheroes. And um, I'm not going to lie, I've never thought that Mr. Fantastic was anything more than a shiny rubber band. So that's all I've got there. (laughs) (laughs) He does have some very fancy salt and pepper hair. Uh, Well, guys, I think that about wraps it up for today. Uh, This has been another rousing episode of Know You're Wrong because the show that goes out of its way, not to prove that anybody is right, but just to prove that everyone else is wrong. 
thanks. And if there's one thing I think we can take away from this, it's that Mr. Fantastic is just a rubber band. We'll see you next time. Piece of garbage. (laughs) That's going to do it for our inaugural episode of Debate This. Uh, But please keep the debate going. Uh, Tell us what you think. You can find us on Facebook at Debate This and on Twitter at at the debate this cast. Thanks everyone for joining. We'll see you next time.